Hello, welcome to the Hypno Travelers on the Magical Psyche Highway Podcast. That's right. Your host and tour guide is Scott Prevet, a healer, hypnotist, and a magician. And your bus driver, Jason Gobelli, also a hypnotist, an entrepreneur, and a spiritual guide. Trip with us on the Inner Revelation bus. That's right. One quick disclaimer, neither Jason, Scott, or any of our guests here today or licensed professional psychologist or psychiatrist. So please don't make any changes to any medication or treatments that you are currently on based on the conversation that you hear here today. Just hop on the bus and enjoy the ride. Give us a like, love, or comment, and remember to share your experience with others because there is always room for more in this bus. That's right. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Hypno Travelers on the Magical Psyche Highway. Today, we got a great guest with us. We got Adrienne Hart. That's right. She's got like over 160 podcasts. Get well with me. Talk about alternative healing. She's got it going on. Adrienne, welcome. Glad you're Thank here. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm so happy welcome, to be welcome. here. It's welcome. an honor to be on the on the bus. The honor is ours, <laughs> and now that we're on the bus and we're driving down your highway, hey, tell us, what does Get Well With Me at? Where did that come from, Get Well With Me? Yes, well, Get Well With Me really was inspired from my heart. I'm that person that um, I, I kind of always want to help. I always want to heal. I always want to speak encouraging words, and I needed an outlet for that. Not everyone all the time wants to be encouraged to be the best version of themselves, right? That can be a little annoying. So it's nice to be able to have a platform where when someone is in that state and they have that intention that they want to up-level their mindset, that they want to make it easy to be healthy and kind of eliminate that resistance, that's what we do on the Get Well With Me podcast. And the reason it's Get Well With Me is because I am a work in progress, just like we all are. And on the podcast, I say, um, welcome to the Get Well With Me podcast. And I introduce myself as the hypnotist. And and I say that we explore the healing powers of our subconscious mind while leaning in towards a healthier lifestyle. And that our philosophy is excellence, not perfection. Because I really want to lower that barrier of that all or nothing, that black or white. Because the truth is, we all live somewhere in our own gray area. We're not perfect all the time. We're not bad all the time. Um, but we want to kind of lean and continuously move into the direction of wellness. So that's what I'm all about. But, uh, tell us what, what, how you got started in hypnosis. Well, like most people, it was an accident. I just kind of stumbled upon it. I was a young person, just a, uh, probably 18 or 19 years old. And I had a little sister, which I still have a little sister. And she was being increasingly difficult because it was that time in her life where she needed to get her braces on. But before she could get that smile straightened out, she needed to have some dental work done. But she had been very traumatized by the dentist at a very young age. She went to the dentist. They said, hey, look at the birdie. And she didn't fall for that. So she actually saw the Novocaine needle coming right to towards her face. And like anyone would who was being deceived or tricked, she reacted and she kicked the dentist. So that did not go over... (laughs) 
well <laughs> because he almost got hit with the Novocaine needle and he reacted and asked my sister and my mother to leave. So everyone was traumatized. My sister, my mom, the dentist, right? She never went back. So this was a huge barrier to getting that grown-up adult smile straightened out. And as the big sister, I thought I could wield my powers of influence. And I said to her, everything that I could think of at the time, like your senior pictures are going to be coming up in a couple years. Don't you want to have a boyfriend? The power of your smile is so important. And I tried all of these things. At one time, I even held a mirror right in front of her. And I said, look at this. You are the only one who can get this straightened out so you can have a great life. And no matter what I did, we just left in frustration. So I, at the time, was not living at home. I I, um, left home at a pretty young age. So that evening, I was telling one of my friends, I said, I just, I'm so frustrated. I've tried everything and I can't get her to go to the dentist. And this girl says, oh, well, my mom can fix that. That's no problem. And I said, fix what? Is she a dentist? Like, I didn't really understand where she was coming from with why she was so sure that her mother had this simple solution. She says, no, my mom is a hypnotist. Now, at this point, I had only seen hypnosis on General Hospital, okay? I had no point of (laughs) reference that there was any kind of therapeutic value. I thought it was just mind control. But it seemed a little bit intriguing because I thought to myself, well, if it's mind control, maybe it can fix my sister, right? So I pursued it, gave the woman a call. She was absolutely wonderful, professional invited us to her office. I went with my sister and I sat with her through the whole session because she was a minor and I wanted to make sure she was safe. And um, I got to experience my sister's hypnosis session for fear of dentistry with her. Now, it turns out that little Miss Resistant, she sat there with her arms crossed. She didn't go under, so to speak. I did. I woke up like, whoa, what happened? My sister's like, you you fell asleep. You know, she had, she had an opinion on what she thought had happened. We both left there thinking that it didn't work. And I got in the car. We're driving down the road. She says, you know, I think it's about time I schedule that dentist appointment. She's like, I don't think it was the hypnosis, but it just feels like <laughs> it's it's time to do that. So I said, okay. I scheduled her dentist appointment. I went with her. I brought the hypnosis audio. I put the headphones on her. I sat there and held her hand to make sure she wouldn't run out of the dentist office. And lo and behold, she rips the headphones off. She shakes off my hand and she tells the dentist, you know what? I don't even need Novocaine. I'll just tell you if it hurts. At this point, I'm in shock. Like, I, I've i not experienced any of this. I've never experienced hypnosis. I've never experienced cavities without Novocaine, all of it, right? So we leave there, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, she never went under. She thinks it didn't work. And now I have proof that it definitely did. So it just shook me up, and it made me so curious. Um there is more to the story about how I, how it eventually, when I tried it for myself and the results, but that is, that is the origin story of how the curiosity came upon me and how hypnosis proved itself to me right before my eyes. It didn't just prove to me that it worked. It proved to me that it wasn't what I thought that it was. 
And now you use it all the time. I noticed yeah. that we, when I listen to your podcast, you're doing this group hypnosis on, I guess, thousands of people all over the internet, all at once, and you're not even seeing them. So what's that like where you can't calibrate and still get to do the hypnosis? Sure. Well, I do love group sessions because you can calibrate if the um, members or clients want to keep their camera on. But if they don't choose to keep their camera on, I'm comfortable with that and I respect that. And I trust in my own skills. I also trust in the hetero action. They, the way that my inductions work is that instead of me telling the subject what's going to happen i invite them into a trance and i ask them to allow themselves to close those eyes as an indication of xyz you know that they're ready to make the change or that they're re- as an indication that they're ready to go to sleep at night whatever it may be so i trust in my own skills and i trust in the fact that they're choosing to be there because hypnosis is typically consensual in the sense that everyone's participating. The hypnotist is participating. The subject is participating. And I always say, unless they don't know they're participating, (laughs) like in the instance of maybe watching a movie or the news, they might not realize they're participating, but they are. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I listened to your podcast. I've listened to it several times and it's really nice to listen to. It's wonderful. But I tell you, I need to be really careful when I'm driving down the road. Because there's any given time, uh, you know, it's close your eyes now. So uh, how do you feel about that? Are you, are you know, when you're going to millions of people, does you have any fear that someone might be doing something? I trust that uh, the subconscious mind is always doing its job. And that job is to protect. So I do put a warning on every podcast episode that this audio program is designed to induce an eyes closed state of hypnosis, or sometimes I'll say relaxation, and then it should not be used while doing anything that requires your full attention. So I kind of leave the door open there that if you are doing something safe and you want to listen to it in the background, I'll often listen to tracks while I'm folding laundry or cleaning up or washing dishes, whatever it might be. Um, It's not advisable while driving. I think particularly driving is so hypnotic anyway, right? How often do we get where we're going and we have lost the time. We don't really remember. We just start, whoa, we're home. We're in the driveway. And life can be that way. How many times have years years gone by? And we say, wow, where did the time go? How often do we say that? Where did the time go? And, and what did I even get here? So recognizing we're always in some sort of a trance, right? So I um, definitely trust that the subconscious is looking out for us and, and that the listeners are looking out for themselves and their safety as well. Nice. Now, I also noticed that when we do your pod, when you do your podcast, it's not just hypnosis in the mind, but you saw also talk about other ways to get well and healthy. What's that all about? Talk to me about that. I intend to be um, artfully vague, as every good Ericksonian or neo-Ericksonian hypnotist is. Um, So I speak in a way that's very general. Rather than impart my model of wellness 
into the listener, I encourage them to tap into their own resources. You'll often hear me say things like, you know what to do and you do it. And that feels good, doesn't it? So we do know what to do whether we're looking to be our healthy weight or return to our former levels of energy and vitality, you know what works for you, right? You know what a good night's sleep looks like for you. You know what being uh, conscious of, of craving your nutritious foods and looking after your hydration and prioritizing your deep sleep, you know what that looks like for you. So I don't have to tell you to fluff your pillow and set your temperature, your room to a certain degree and, you know, add minerals to your water. You do what works for you. So often I'll speak in questions because if we ask good questions, then we inevitably get good answers. So um, to answer your question a little more succinctly, I speak a lot in empowering questions and I give a lot of pep talks. Well, just, just now you implanted health, eating right, hydration, good sleep, and all these things in the questions that you asked. So there is a little bit of a painting of you on the world there. Just a little bit of, of healthy stuff out that, that's out there. So we appreciate that. And, and uh, so let me ask you, so all this, I, I noticed that we touch this, but is there a spiritual nature attached to your healing? So I think that the mind is, I know that the mind is inherently spiritual. Um, I personally believe that we are created, right? And that our mind was created. And um, so I allow my faith to shine through my work, but I keep it very much separate. Listeners of my podcast will notice I do not use words like spirit. I won't even say universe. Um, I will not, I will not allow my language to shape someone's experience spiritually. So whatever component works inside the mind in the body, I just allow that to happen. I don't attempt to influence it um, because I, I want to make sure that no matter who someone is and what set of beliefs that they come from, that the underlying message of the Get Well With Me podcast and, and really my personal message is that we have an incredible mind and that we can be good stewards of that mind by using it with intention to be to show up better in the world and to be, and to feel better because we do better when we feel better. So um, I think, yes, there is a spiritual component, but it's not something that I talk about and it's not something that I include in my hypnosis protocols. Well, it sounds to me that you don't talk about it, but it's already included inside you. So it does come through. So insightful. Thank you for recognizing that, Jason. I like the way that you do more individualistic approaches, uh, keeping it for each individual and making sure that they know that they're helping themselves heal and you're bringing that out in them. And that's just, that's wonderful work. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for acknowledging that. That's exactly what it is. Um, they say that to find your passion, you have to know what breaks your heart. What breaks my heart is when I hear people say, 
things in their self-talk that I know is working against them instead of for, for them. I often say or think of things in the sense that if we're after something, right, like if we're after a goal, if we're, even if we're after just the idea of being in a more resourceful state more of the time, right, instead of less of the time, because there's there's going to be instances and circumstances where we're not in our most resourceful state, but that intention to instead of standing in our own way to hold the door open for ourselves. So whatever that is for someone, whether they're looking to achieve their healthy weight or they're looking to um, help their relationships be more peaceful, help their home to be more peaceful, declutter their space, declutter their mind, access their self-confidence, get something that I have a lot of clients come to me for is they want to put themselves on social media and do their business, but they're afraid. They're afraid what their family's going to think. They're afraid what their, what their friends are going to say. They're maybe even afraid that some people will just not acknowledge them. And, and maybe that's something that you guys can even relate to because it takes a lot of guts to kind of put yourself out there and say, yeah, you know what? I'm a little different. I'm a little weird. I nerd out about hypnosis. I like to help people. It, you know, it's it's a whole thing. It's like stepping into that any identity and leaving the old identity behind can be essentially what is holding us back. So empowering someone in their self-talk, I don't like, I, I hate to be the self-talk police, but if someone says something like, oh yeah, I have to get readers now because I turned 40 or, oh yeah, it, you know, it sucks getting old. My body just hurts more and more every day. Or, you know, I gain a few pounds every year. I, I, have to sometimes really hold myself back because I want to shake them up and say, no, you heal according to your youthful blueprint. Your body is always on your side. Your heart never stops beating. Your blood is being filtered by your liver every six to seven seconds, all of it, always, continuously. There's never been a time that you got a burn while you were cooking and then it didn't heal. There's never been a time that you broke a bone and then it didn't mend. There's, we, we innately heal and are, as you know, as, as people in the, um, that have an interest in hypnosis, that, our subconscious is like a little child and it can't take a joke. It's always listening. It's always listening. And a lot of times if we say something like that breaks my heart, you know, that might be something that we don't want to say anymore because it might not be good for our heart. When we say, you know, if I have to go to work tomorrow, I'm going to be sick. Well, you know, our, our subconscious mind, it's always listening. So, um, yeah, and I I think I took a really long roundabout way to answer that, but um, yeah, self talk okay. and empowerment is really what I'm about. Yeah, that's okay. My my uh, family and friends always considered me a little flaky, and I kind of <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> and I think it's a pretty a uh, cool thing to have, and and I kind of embrace that. So my tell uh, my self talk kind of says, "Hey, great, you know, I like to." thought of as beating to a different drum and speaking yes. of beating to a different drum you're not just a podcast person you got a regular practice going on out there and a lot going on so explain to us a little bit about what else you're doing and you know how people could reach you other other ways sure i do one-to-one -one sessions uh i particularly love to work with people that want to increase their confidence or overcome imposter syndrome, um, or even like I mentioned before, they're just having a hard time 
putting themselves out there because when we have a gift to give the world, we need to make sure that people know about it. And at the same time, there can be such an instinct to hide and to be safe. So I love to help people have those breakthroughs and help them see that if they feel they have a gift that they need to give to the world or a service that they need to provide, that it is worth it. And I often like to frame it as instead of going outside of our comfort zone, we're expanding it, right? So we're inside of our comfort zone, but we allow it to, to grow. Um, so one-to-one sessions is one way to work with me. My favorite way to work with clients is in a group because I find that the change that happens with so much energy in the virtual room, right? Because most of these things happen on Zoom, that we encourage one another. We can see someone else. It's powerful to watch someone else have a breakthrough, right? It's powerful to watch people show up week after week and say things like, you know, I I had a problem and I'm just finding that I don't want to do the things anymore that I'm not supposed to do, right? Like just that believing that incremental um, becoming more and more the person that you want to be, right? And always starting my group sessions with what do you have to be thankful for or tell me one reason that you're proud of yourself. What is that one little thing that you did this week that you thought, I'm proud of myself? And yes, it's great to have a safe place where you can maybe brag on yourself a little bit. And it's nice to have a place where you can be encouraged in your large and small progress. But most importantly, what I'm really doing, and maybe the group doesn't realize that I'm doing, is I'm setting their reticular activating systems to constantly look, constantly be looking for things that they are thankful for and constantly be thinking of ways that they can make themselves proud of themselves. And even with the intention of knowing that I'm going to ask them that question and how nice it would be to have an answer. So, so damn So you're not just a healer, you're a shaman, huh? (laughs) I don't know. I've never been called a shaman, but I take it as a compliment. Thank you. You fit into a bunch of different categories with your clients, it seems. Thank you. What are some of the other reasons that uh, I noticed you said imposter syndrome? Could you explain that a little bit more for our listeners? Sure. Imposter syndrome is when you know that you have the skills to do something, but you somehow still feel like you're a fraud or that if people realized how you really felt about yourself, that they wouldn't take you seriously or respect you. So an example of that would be maybe someone who um, was an employee for many years and they were the best employee and they showed up on time and they excelled and they achieved and they hit all their marks. And then they had um, a change of life where now they're in business for themselves. And suddenly they don't feel the same confidence to promote themselves as they did to promote when they were sharing someone else's business or someone else's dream, even though they have all of the same skills and they're completely capable. And now they even have the freedom to do it better and to do it the way that they always wanted to do it. But yet it makes them feel uncomfortable to kind of uh, present themselves to the world as their own brand. So that's one example of imposter syndrome. Um, So you have your podcast all over the world. I mean, I it's do. on Spotify, it's on TuneIn, it's on Amazon, it's on Apple, it's everywhere. It is. So do you ever suffer from this? 
and how you deal with it? Sure. I've had someone ask me before, do you get hypnotized when you facilitate hypnosis? And I say, yes, every time. Um, I kind of joke that I do my sessions with one eye open, so to speak, because I go right into the trance with my clients. So I don't take clients that um, that I'm going to take through an experience that I don't want to have. So I don't work with trauma. I don't work with um, really anything that would make me feel uncomfortable in any way. And it's why my attention is on any and every level of wellness, because that is a place that I want to be. And I want to um, influence my own mind as I influence my client's mind. Um, I'm sorry, your exact question again was... Um, well, the imposter syndrome. Oh, the imposter syndrome. Yes. So... I most certainly, um, that was kind of born out of my own pain. I had been certified in hypnosis for many years, but when social media came about and that kind of thing, it was like, how do I transfer from working a regular corporate job into doing my own thing, even though I knew I had the skills and I had the passion and that hypnosis was my superpower. For me to introduce myself as a hypnotist took, um, it took some work. And as much as I've been able to perform self-hypnosis on myself for many different things. It was an area that I was blocked and I was stuck. And so I had to actually go online and look for a hypnotist. And I did find one and in one session, and this is why I love hypnosis. I mean, first story I told about my sister, right? One session. <laughs> She's it's <laughs> cured forever. So I went to a did a Zoom session with a hypnotist, and um, she was able to really help me see what it was that was making me so uncomfortable with the imposter syndrome, even though I was so passionate and so confident and so good at what I did um, to kind of get out on social media. I suddenly felt like, well, who am I? Who am I to have a logo? Who am I to have a podcast, right? So um yeah, that really empowered me because I recognized that was one time that I couldn't help myself. I needed a hypnotist to help me. And in just one powerful session, I was on my way to where I am right now. And I'm very thankful. That's empowering. Uh, a question that I wanted to ask you was, is I noticed that in that part where you were just talking right now, you said you don't like to deal with trauma. Mm -hmm. so that means you don't like to go to the initial sensitizing event or how do you deal with something when someone has a blockage from the past? I mean, mm -hmm. what's, what's the mm -hmm. method that you would use to help get through that? Sure. I, I think I may have been overgeneralizing when I said that I don't like to deal with trauma because we can have, we can be traumatized by our teacher speaking too harshly to us when we're in kindergarten or something like that. Um, what I do mean is that um, someone who's experienced violence or something to that effect, I refer that to someone who is who specializes in that. And even uh, a psychologist friend of mine or other hypnotists that specialize in uh, a more aggressive version of trauma. Nice, nice. I get it. Yeah, so... You, you, you do what you do best and leave the rest for others. Yes. And to <laughs> just elaborate on initial sensitizing events, um, I would 
normally do some timeline therapy and I would not associate the client into the moment. I would have them uh, observe it from a safe and comfortable distance and help them to um, notice what it, whatever it is that they notice. And typically when you do a little bit of timeline and you can have someone, I'll often just use the word pretend, you know, pretend you can see yourself the, the first time that you felt this way. The amount of self-compassion that automatically comes through when the grown-up version of you takes another look at what the younger version of you endured without all of the resources, without all of the knowledge, without all of the experience, and on total blind faith, the things that happen in childhood, typically people have good intentions. They don't even realize that they <laughs> traumatized us, right? Or that the words that they said about us or to us were going to stick with us or define us for the rest of our lives. And it's so easy to see when we just allow ourselves to, to see it from a safe and comfortable distance. You do deal with trauma then. I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. See, so that's good to know. So for everyone out there listening, we, we know that she's a, she can do anything. She's a, a, a master of all trades here. She can do a lot. Thank and you. All-encompassing hypnotist. All-encompassing hypnotist. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So listen, Adrian, there are people listening. How do they reach you if they want to reach you and get some of your work, you know, some work done with you? Sure. Thank you so much for asking. So my website has links to everything on the menu tab, everything from booking a one-to-one -one session to exploring my Wellness Wednesday membership or um, finding my YouTube channel or all the links to my podcast. So everything is at adrianhart.com. And I, I know that you'll link that up so that uh, so that I don't have to spell it out for everyone. Uh, but adrianhart.com has everything there. And uh, the place that I would really encourage your listeners to join me, of course, is on the podcast. Now, I know your audience probably is uh, many hypnotists listening. However, if someone is new to hypnos hypnosis, I truly recommend that they um, look at a session and just listen to it with their eyes open and make sure that they can trust the words of the hypnotist, whether that's me or someone else, because it can take a little while. You don't want to let someone into your subconscious that you feel has very different values than you, or maybe doesn't have the experience um, or not necessarily the experience, but just the caution to be speaking positively and helpfully to your subconscious mind. So if you check out the Get Well With Me podcast, I invite you to listen to a session with your eyes wide open and just make sure that you're comfortable with it. And I, I know that you'll find that you are. And then at that time, you can allow your eyes to close and go inside so yes get well with me podcast you can find it everywhere um, spotify youtube audible amazon all of the places and i would really love to have you subscribe and put those notifications on so you'll know when there's a new episode yes that's that's absolutely right and scott, right. And, scott and i have been listening to quite a few podcasts you know for ideas and and generalities and quite a few of them that are hypnotists and I can tell you for a fact that there are definitely some wax out there. Ain't that right, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> We've come across a couple. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. 
sometimes it's good to listen for a good laugh because laughter is healing medicine as well, correct? Oh, the best medicine. Okay. I, I don't know about you guys, uh, uh, Scott and Jason, but I know that when I'm looking to be entertained and I've had enough, I don't want to scroll the news. I don't want to get sucked into a scary movie. I look for comedy. So I'm always open to suggestions for um, stand-up comedians and, and comedy-based movies because laughter is the best medicine. And speaking of that, do you use laughter in any of your hypnosis sessions, especially your group sessions? Oh, you know, I have not. I've experienced one, though. I am a member of Lori Hammond's Trancy Tuesdays. She is my mentor. She's the one who inspired me to start my own group, uh, Wellness Wednesdays. And in Trancy Tuesdays, we did a... Um, she she taught us kind of like a laughter trance. And I have to say, it was so much fun because here's a whole group of us on Zoom and she's pretending to laugh, right? And just pretending to laugh. And then it was so contagious that we were pretending to laugh and everyone's pretending to laugh. And next thing you know, you're in a laugh trance and it was very healing and very fun and very silly. And, and it's okay to be silly sometimes. Now, Adrienne, is there anything else you want to add? Um, I want to just say thank you for spending this time with me, and um, I'm excited to continue my journey in the the Mike Mandel Hypnosis Academy with you guys. Um, I really want to encourage you to keep on your travels because there are a lot of hypnosis podcasts out there, and not all of them that we can listen to while we're driving, and yours is one, the Hypno Travelers. We can listen while we're in the car. We can be exposed to... Um, new techniques, new styles, fun stories, and, um, and, you know, stay on the road, stay moving forward. So I, I'm, I'm excited to be part of your, part of your podcast. Thank you. We're glad you're on. Adrian Hart. Adrian Hart was not paid for this endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, send you my bill. Plus the, the, <laughs> the other thing that we think that we're, we just, we wouldn't do all forms of alternative healing, not just hypnosis. But the other thing I think that we have that's a little bit different than others is, well, in our minds, we just think we're really fucking cool. And the bus is a pretty cool trip to be on. So uh, <laughs> so we're going to throw that out there, too. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love to go to concerts. I love to have a good time. Uh, my husband and I always for years have been joking about living in a bus down by the river. So uh, or living in a van down by the river, you know, that's the old right. Chris Farley thing. Mm -hmm. But um we're we're a big fan of uh of living free right living free in our mind and um i feel like the bus is a symbol of that so very cool nice hey, Scott, you got anything you want to throw out here brother i just what a trip it's been <laughs> yes long yeah. strange trip right thank you thank you very much for coming today and, yes. and letting us question you and explaining to us all about your your client and your business my pleasure. Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you, Jason. Oh, the pleasure's all ours. We're so grateful to have you here, and it's been great having you, and it's just a blessing to have you and hear some of your insights and some thank of your you. visions. So, uh, yeah, we love it. And for those of you who are out there, we'd just like to thank you for taking the trip on the uh, magical Psyche Highway with us on this bus. And as we drove down the Get Well With Me road today, and and uh, be sure to check us and out and Give us a like. Give us a thumbs down if you hate us. Comment. <laughs> if we think we're bums, tell us we're bums. We just want you to comment and 
share our podcast with others. Say, hey, you know what? These are great guys. Or, hey, check out these clowns. They're idiots. We don't care. Just comment on us. Share us. Get us out there. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs down. Spread the word. We're just glad that you're on the bus. And we hope to see you on the bus next next week. We got some great guests coming. And once again, wonderful time. Thanks, Adrian. It's been a pleasure having you on here. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Take care. Wow, what a trip. Thanks for taking that journey with us today. Please like us, share us, and enlighten us with your views of the topics we drove into today. We appreciate you and love reading your comments. Thanks again, and we hope to see you back on the bus next week. That's right.